Hi, this is Ben Eshmade and welcome to the King's Place podcast. On the 20th of February, you can experience the London debut performance of Chris T.T. and Jill Sandel's album Walk Away, Walk Away. The work of two acclaimed alt-folk artists and old friends, with songs collected from across pop, rock and folk traditions and generations. I caught up with them at King's Place to speak more about the album and hear them perform an exclusive track. It was the time of the preacher. When the story began Of the choice of a lady And the love of a man Let's start at the beginning. I mean, how, how did you two meet for the first time? So maybe ask Chris that question first. We met at college, which is, you know, more than 15 years ago now. We uh, were on two different music courses at the same arts college. Been friends ever since then, fairly consistently. We've played in different bands together. We've hung out with lots of the same people and kind of been on lots of adventures together. But this was the first time we'd ever made music. So we've, ne- I mean, not we have made music for other people together, but we've never made our own duo thing before. I distinctly remember Chris uh, when I first met him in, I suppose it's Freshers' Week. Uh, but he said to me what sort of music do you like? And I said, Metallica. And he went, OK, right, see ya. That was pretty much it for a few months, actually. And then we, we got to know each other better through mutual friends like... Uh, mutual friends like uh, Jen McCrow and John Clayton. Why do you think it's, it's taken you so long to record an album together? I think we've... Um, well, we've certainly played on each other's albums, haven't we? Yeah. And we've talked about it for a while, but I guess just... You make these plans with people and then other projects just come along and you get, you know, my priority music-wise for quite a few years was Emily Bark and the Red Clay Halo and we were touring quite a lot and writing and recording and it was actually when we were on Emily's tour, wasn't it, for this kind of six-week tour that we really talked about doing it because we spent so long together we had to talk about something. Yeah. That was basically why. Was that all play cards? <laughs> play cards and talk about making music. So that, that really was the seed for it, wasn't it? We both have such kind of full schedules that at the point where you decide, right, we're going to do this, mm. we're going to do it really for real as soon as we can, even then, months and months go by before you can then sort of plan something. Uh, one of the things about this album was we originally planned a, a trad, a proper trad album. We went off and the plan was we all went off to find songs. So each were going to bring in six <laughs> trad songs. And then months went by and we'd all, we had come up with some, but it definitely was that it was pickling. It was the project wasn't ready to go and we were both really busy. And then the moment where it was on tour was the moment where it went from being that kind of slightly nebulous, let's do a trad album, to here we've got a thing we want to sing about because the album does have a theme and a kind of underlying feeling to it that we we realised we wanted to capture. And that freed us up from trying to be traditional material and gave us the entire song repertoire that exists and we could pick anything from anywhere there. And that, in a way, that made it much more easy and immediate, didn't it? We, we came off that tour... And it was much quicker that we were coming up with songs, I guess. We originally talked about doing a kind of um, retreat. It was like almost more, more of a retreat sort of theme, wasn't it? And then it turned into Walk Away, Walk Away, which is obviously, you know, walking away from, could be relationships or, you know, and situations. Or There are songs of kind of love and loss, sort of travelling and freedom. Well, I think it's really important that it's not in one focus a breakup album, but it, so it, it doesn't have that kind of 
directed at one person kind of intensity and yet at the same time there are a lot of themes about relationship parting or relationships where you someone gets left behind and someone travels and I love that that it's it can be I could imagine someone listening to it and really feeling a lot of the things you need to get from a breakup album and going oh I'm really upset I'll listen to this album and it helps me out and I like that idea but at the same time I really like for me the kind of slightly more academic-y almost like Robert McFarlane kind of wild places type idea of escape into the rural dark wild like dark ecology I think in a way one of the things about Jill's solo albums that's most inspired me is Jill will go to some completely remote Scottish island and then capture it in a song better than almost any other songwriter I know it's amazing That's a good point, actually. It was one of the questions I was going to ask anyway. I mean, Chris has mentioned what he admires or even taken from, you know, listening to your records. How does it go the other way? It's been it's been a really interesting um, challenge for both of us, I think, because we're great friends, but we're very different in the way we approach things. We've maintained our personalities on the album, I, I think. Would you, I mean, that was kind of the idea. We definitely to... maintained our personality. You can hear us very much, not just in the two voices, but you can hear it's an album of us two that you've got the two voices, which are both unusual voices that happen to work really well together, I think. The music itself is like a duo as well. But also we set ourselves a real boundary because obviously creating an album and deciding where you go with it, instrumentation-wise, you know, you could, we could have, we all, both of us know, you know, many musicians, so we could go, oh, let's get so-and-so and so-and-so involved. And we basically said from the start, only Chris and I are allowed to play on the album, that's the rule, and therefore what we can do is all that we can bring, um, which, you know, it meant we tried a few other new things as well. We've talked about the themes sort of dictating the songs, but are these songs that, in some cases, ones that are particular favourites, or ones that you've never been able to express in, in, in other projects, I suppose? No, I mean, there's, there's several songs that I love and that I've, you know, listened to over the years, but there are certainly songs that we probably never would have thought of in a million years of playing that just kind of cropped up somehow when we were searching around and went oh actually that that could that could work yeah I'd I'd agree exactly with Jill there are two or three songs on there that I would regard as lifetime favourites and then there are definitely five or six songs that I have never played before would never even have considered performing in a million years and also that's interesting that it doesn't necessarily channel to who's doing the lead vocals so I definitely think there are songs that I wouldn't have ever sung before that I've sung and vice versa with Jill. I suspect that if you looked at the track listing and knew all the songs and the other artists that made those songs famous, you'd expect a more Americana album than it is. Mm. It's The sound has got that kind of alternative folk slash slowcore type sound and it's very sparse in places and, and atmospheric. But if you just looked at the fact that there's a Willie Nelson song on there, there's Neil Young, Joni Mitchell represents, you know, all these names, you might start to think, oh, this is going to be a country album. I like that as well, but it isn't. But then, of course, there's curveballs in there. There's, you know, Kaiser Chiefs or the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs or there's a Smog song in there as well. So a couple of standards and Jill wrote a song for it as well. So we're definitely not at any point performing the role of being a couple like Dewey. At any point, there's no duetting in that sense. There's no like, 
oh, don't leave me, baby, or F off, baby, or whatever. There's none of that because that isn't us and that isn't also what we would want to convey in our music because that's a very much a kind of fictional trope of either country or modern pop or whatever. But are you looking forward to coming to King's Place and, and performing them live? Yeah, very much so. It's always a challenge, though, isn't it, when you're reali- realising what you've recorded on tape, whether it's you know your own songs or what, or what we're doing now. Um, so, yeah, we've got rehearsals planned. We have been rehearsing on our own, and then we will be convening <laughs> and, uh, and practising. But, no, it's going to be great, and I think on stage the, the layout will be different from anything we've ever done you know individually I think it's going to be a great show I think we're both in an odd way we're both thinking about it probably more than we think about our normal sets because we're so used to just standing up and playing our normal sets yeah. and we'd sit there and think about a set list or whatever but in a way this set list is established we've got a collection of songs we're going to play and so the peripheral stuff the the presentation and how well we perform it together and the atmosphere are really important. I mean, that's one of the advantages of playing somewhere like King's Place, where the technical side is really strong and it's an established sort of proper place that knows how to treat music. We're not going to debut our live thing in the corner of a pub somewhere, you know. And we've been one of the things about this project is we've been able to be a little bit snobby about what we do with it and where we take it. You're very kindly going to come into Hall 2 now and uh, perform a track for us. So um, could you just maybe introduce this? Yeah, so this is um, one of our favourites and it's by Neil Young, a lovely song called Birds.
Jill Sandell and Chris T.T.'s Walk Away, Walk Away album launch is on Friday the 20th of February as part of the Folk at King's Place strand. Support will be a solo set from Stephen James Adams, who has previously sung as Singing Adams and the Broken Family Band. I'm Ben Ashmade and you've been listening to a King's Place podcast. For more details about this event, please visit kingsplace.co.uk. Thanks for listening.